0: Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura.
1: I love you, Bear.
0: This is episode 49 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about survivor's guilt.
1: Can you describe your experience with the AIDS pandemic and how you feel about it now?
0: Well, um, it was a terrible time. People were dying. Nobody knew why. Uh, it seemed like nobody cared why. We kind of had to fend for ourselves. Uh, the gay community knew that, that people weren't going to on their own people weren't going to to help that we were just going to have to help ourselves and that's where groups like act up came from it was a a kind of frustration uh I, i ran a gay bulletin board during during that time this was long before the internet and the bulletin board that i ran um during the night, would transfer messages and data and stuff with the other gay bulletin boards. And we kind of formed a national alliance that way. And there was a a particular message board for, for AIDS where we could share the latest information, share thoughts and feelings and things like that. And what I... What I remember the most is people saying, "We should, we should act up. We we should act out. We should make ourselves known, heard."
2: Mainly because they had nothing to lose. They they were gonna die. Wow. That's very sad, upsetting. So this episode is mostly going to be about you, obviously,
1: because uh, you have more experience with this, unfortunately, than I do. How did you first become aware that you were experiencing survivor's guilt related to AIDS?
0: Survivor's guilt is a form of PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. It's from people who have, over a period of time dealt with stress and the the source of the stress is gone but the the feelings the reactions that you have from it continue i i didn't really know there was a word for it until i don't know maybe a couple of years ago i didn't know the term survivors guilt it it came from um the survivors of the Nazi concentration camps, those, those who did live, n- didn't live very well because they they were haunted by it the rest of their lives.
1: Why, why did they survive? How has surviving the eighth pandemic and dealing with survivors' guilt impacted your outlook on life?
0: There's a lot of guilt. Um, guilt for not dying... That, that sounds strange, but it, it's, it's true.
2: Guilt for not having done enough. I mean, people died. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. How many people do you think you knew that died from it?
0: I'd say the number was in the 30s somewhere, 30 to 40. Wow.
1: That's crazy.
0: I mean, I, I, I did have one friend, uh, another uh, a friend of mine who I worked with who he didn't get AIDS either. But neither one of us did. But he died of um, what was it? Um, where you get a blood clot in the brain an aneurysm. Yeah, so, something like that.
1: Okay. Like I mean, back then, did you live a pretty promiscuous lifestyle?
0: Hmm. Well, of course, I was younger. I, I, I had <laughs> more sexual stamina then. Um, I, I think I was pretty safe in sex. Um, there, there was, was either there or, or die.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that people deserved it if they weren't having safe sex. I mean, it's, it's, that's the, the bad thing
0: is people believe that. And that's terrible to think. Well, and everyone slips up from time to time.
1: Well, oh, and it's it's not only safe, condoms break. Yeah. You, you know,
0: it's not a be-all, end-all.
1: How has survivor's guilt affected your mental health and overall well-being?
0: Well, I don't know if it's so much having survived the AIDS pandemic or just getting older, but I have come to accept fate. There, There's... There's a few things that you can control in your life, and there's a whole lot of other things that you have no control over, and there is no sense in beating yourself up o- over it.
1: Just kind of plug along and move on?
0: Yeah, I guess move on is the right is the right term.
1: Um, yeah, because when this was going on, this is well before I knew you. And I never... I knew the AIDS pandemic that was going on, but I, I, I didn't know anybody at the time. I, I, I wasn't, I was out. Uh, I was basically the rest of straight, straight America. Um, just you know, it was it was on the news. It wasn't affecting me, uh, and I'm sorry to say that despicable. But that's that's kind of where I was at that time in my life. So, have you sought any treatment or support for your survivor's guilt?
0: No, I have not.
1: Have you thought about it?
0: Mm, a bit sometimes. With the internet now, you can sort of form a um support group fairly easily. You know, there, there may not many be there may not be many of us left, but with the internet, we can still get together. But I, I haven't sought any kind of treatment like that.
1: Is it something you think you would take up?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know what I would gain from it.
1: It might be just good to talk to somebody about it or others.
0: I, I, I think it would also be good to listen to other people.
1: Yeah, you can hear how they cope and maybe learn something from them and they can learn something from you. Just a thought. What has helped you the most?
0: Those words you just used a little while ago, moving on, that's that's really what I've had to do. Engaging in new interests, trying to, I don't know, improve my life, I suppose you could say. It's really expected of me, isn't it?
1: Expected of you to move on? Yeah. Hmm. How have your loved ones and support network helped you? Cult, the survivor's guilt related to AIDS
0: sorry these are such long questions that you have to read
1: no it's okay
0: my family I I don't I've never talked to my family about it I talk to you about it from time to time mm-hmm. is it something I, I could see it being something you're tired of hearing about
1: no never never it's it's uh you know, I, I mean, it's never an easy subject, but I'm here for you no matter what. And, uh, no, I would never tire. I mean, it's, it's a depressing subject because people died. But, no, I mean, I'm here for you no matter what. And um, I find it very interesting when you do talk about it. That sounds kind of morbid, but it, I have ultimately good intentions. I, I'm, I'm here for you. I want to hear you. I want to help you. Um, along with it. So um, I'm, I'll always have an open ear and a, and a shoulder to cry on or lean on. I hope you know that.
0: Yeah, I do. Have you found any
1: specific activities, practices, or strategies that have helped you manage your survivor's guilt?
0: This may not sound like the right answer, but for me, reflection is, is the best thing to do. It's kind of like meditation, I can't say, you know, reliving things.
1: So, like reflecting on what
0: you have? Well, just not avoiding it. It would be so easy to just push it to the side and not ever deal sand. with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I, at least for me, that's the way to manage it.
1: No, that's understandable. I I get that. What advice do you have for others who may be struggling with survivor's guilt related to
0: AIDS? It's easy to push it to the side. But my advice is be your best self. And be someone
2: that those people who died would have been proud of. Uh, so kind of make, make their memory worth more. Is that how you mean it
1: or?
0: Yeah. You know,
1: is there anything that you wish you had done differently in the aftermath of your experience with AIDS?
0: Of course there is. There, there's too many things to even make a list. Um, I, I don't have any, any other words for that. Okay. Uh, would, would, how, how could, hmm. I, I can't go back in time and, and redo things.
1: What would you wish that you did differently?
0: I, I, I think that there had to be times when I didn't make it the priority that it should have been.
1: I imagine at the time it must have been felt insurmountable, too. Like, you're just a losing
0: battle. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, especially very early in the AIDS pandemic, when nobody knew what it was, how how it how it worked.
1: So, what were people speculating that it was? Just some sort of sickness that only gay people got? I mean,
0: well, uh, it was originally called GRID, Gay Related Immune Deficiency Syndrome, GRID, because they the, the the first population to show or to to present symptoms and die were were gay people. Mm-hmm. Later they changed it to AIDS, which is acquired immune deficiency syndrome. I wished, I, I wish we had recognized it sooner, and organized sooner, perhaps. Well, now. If someone has an AIDS diagnosis, they can take drugs and sort of effectively manage it, kind of like diabetes. But in those days, people just died. There was no, no cure, no, it was no the, therapy. There's a
1: death, death sentence.
0: Yeah. And I I can't help but think if if we had discovered it sooner and... Organized sooner a therapy if not a cure at least a therapy to keep people from dying could have come sooner and less people would have died
1: well it didn't help that the government kind of ignored it too very much
0: yes Ronald Reagan was just the worst
1: it's very very sad is there anything else you would like to share about your experience with survivors guilt related to AIDS
0: there is a seen in Gone with the Wind, I believe Scarlett O'Hara, the, the main character in the, the movie, I believe she had just shot a soldier to defend her home, and um she sort of gathers herself up and she says
2: I won't think about that today, I'll think about that tomorrow. Well it's it's real easy to say that.
0: And it's really easy to do that to to just say I, I'm not going to think about that. It's just I'm, but that's the wrong way to go. In, in, at least in my opinion, pushing pushing a pathology down will just make it come back harder.
2: Mm. Is there
1: anything else you want to add to this or say?
0: Mm, no. Is this was a little bit cathartic. I I feel a little better. This is a topic that we've talked about doing for like a year now, mm-hmm. and, and we we finally have done it.
1: Well, I'm proud that you that you did this. I'm very proud. I know it's a very difficult subject, uh, and just I hope you know that I'm always going to be here for you, and that like I said, you have a shoulder to lean and cry on if you ever need one. I love you very much.
0: And, and I guess I would encourage other people who feel the same way, or people of a certain age, to contact me. Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to hear other people's thoughts.
1: Yeah. I think people need to get out and talk about it. Well, thank you for sharing your, your thoughts and your stories about this, this very, very touchy, emotionally charged uh, subject. I just want to tell you that I love you. And I'm very proud of you and who you are and what you've done. So I guess it's the, the, the more uh, later side of this, the, the podcast this week. So what's your favorite joke right now?
0: Well, I can't blame people if they wanted to skip to the end of the podcast and just get to the joke. So <laughs> if you did, that's okay. Do you know what happens when you shout into the abyss like we do on this podcast? No, what happens? The Abyss says, you could have just sent me an email.
1: (laughs) That's a good one.
2: (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) We hope you've liked episode 49 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And this is Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.